What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Crying Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian. And today, we have... What do we have? I don't know. Does anybody even listen to this pod on this platform anymore? I feel like the 90% of my audience has gone to YouTube, which is a good thing. Um, but, like, why am I still doing these intros? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> today, news, reviews, updates, tidbits, factoids. We're going to talk the Beekeeper, Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix, MCU news, Ryan Gosling, is he joining the MCU? And so much more. Uh, you guys are going to love it. Make sure you stay tuned. If you are listening on YouTube, thank you so much. Make sure you like the video and comment. And that's it. Let's go ahead and get straight to the episode. Mondi. What's Hi, up, man? man? <laughs> is that your uh, white guy work voice? No, my white guy work voice is more like fratty like this, actually. Um, <laughs> really... really <laughs> It really tends to like get the guys going, and it really tends to like make me like more relatable. That's but, yeah. crazy, bro. That's actually crazy, bro. Actually, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Very nice. You're hilarious. But, um, hey, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> News, reviews, updates, tidbits, factoids. There's movies to discuss. There are trailers to discuss. There's news, titties. I mean, tidbits. Uh, what yeah, was that? All that. All that. Let's um, get it, money. I just took a nap, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy. This nigga, happy. this nigga cranky. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I just took a nap. The Ravens just lost. Fuck. <laughs> That's actually crazy. That's probably why I took a nap. I, I, I was like, why am I sleeping? Yeah. I got yeah. mad. Nigga <laughs> got mad. Anyway. He went to sleep like a kid. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyway, let's let's do um, it, man. Let's talk some reviews. Did you finish any shows or movies between between the last time that we spoke? Um, no show. Wait, hold on. Let, let me check because last time. I left something off that I actually did finish. <sighs> no shows, but I do have a film. Okay, uh, I heard you mention. Oh, well, not heard you mention on Twitter. I saw you. You your real AMC. Your real thing is gone. You canceled it. Oh, just curious. yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, for those of you that may be new to the pod, I have relocated across the country. I do live in Las Vegas now. Um, as of last April, it's crazy. It's almost been a year, but. Um, since then, it's just been a struggle to get to the Regal that's near me. It's 20 minutes away, 30 minutes in traffic. And while that may not seem like a far drive to most, um, there's an AMC that's 15 minutes away. And then there's a different theater called Cinemark that's only five minutes away. So what the fuck am I doing? Like, like, I, like I, I basically fought it all year. Like, like, the, like from April to now... Like I basically fought it. I was like, you know what? Whatever. I love Regal, and the the Regal here is like super nice. Like you you can literally like lay down in the seat. Like it's a super recline. Um, they they serve you food. Like you can order like a fucking T bone steak. Um, alcohol. Oh, like wow. it, it's it, it's a fantastic theater. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's literally not worth it. Like I am I, I am. There there's just been so many times where I've just been stuck in traffic because of road work or an accident or whatever the case may be. And I drive past these other two theaters and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Like, it's literally not worth it. Um, so even though Regal has been great to me, um, $20 a month to go see any movie, anytime is, is an Same amazing deal. It's not AMC limits you to three a week, which obviously is still well, a lot. You've never seen more than three movies a week. So shut the fuck up. I, I have know, actually. I, but you, you but never have. So that's, that's, we're, we're that's flex, beside the okay. point. It really is. Like what? <laughs> I've seen seven movies. I went every single. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Anyway. So uh, Cinemark, Cinemark has like, um, they have like a little deal where it's like one movie a month, but like it, it, it doesn't even matter. Like I don't care. I, I, I would Wait, literally rather drive. Yeah, one one free movie and everything else is just discounted. But again, bro, like I don't care. <laughs> like, okay. I would I would rather pay ten dollars every time I want to go um to than than to drive thirty minutes and for it to be okay. free. So okay. yeah, that's my that's my regal rant. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, thank you for that rant. So I, I saw three movies. What, what what movie did you see? Because I'll try I'll squeeze in well not squeeze in. I'll I'll put your, your review in the middle of mine so I'm not just talking for I went to see the beekeeper Jason Statham. Okay, so you still haven't seen American Fiction? Still no. In Vegas? Okay. No, 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 it's here. I, I just haven't gone to see it. Okay. Uh, okay, so I'll do my two of my reviews, and I'll let you do your one, and I'll do my last one. Because I, I actually haven't seen Beekeeper, so I'm actually interested. Uh, I refuse to watch that. Uh, okay, so my first review is for The Kitchen. 
uh, this is the new movie on Netflix. And honestly, what drew me to watch? Oh, by the way, guys, all my my reviews are non spoilers. So by the way, so Julian's are a spoiler. Mine are non spoiler. Uh, this movie is written. Or co- I'm sorry, co written and co directed by Daniel Kaluuya, who I'm a big fan of as an actor. I think he's one of the most talented working actors in Hollywood today. And so I just wanted to see his vision because I think that it's very cool to watch people that you actually like see when they get behind the camera because that way you can kind of see how their mind works which is very interesting to me um so basically the plot is that it takes place in like a dystopian version of london and there's this place called the kitchen which is like the hood and basically the powers that be are trying to come in and take that land and basically it's, it's, it's basically the story is about like like a justification pretty much and how this guy and his, he has a connection with this boy and they're fighting back it was ass, um, and, and it, really, it really does suck. Ass, um, because, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was ass. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I think b- both lead performances are really good. Um, apparently, the, the the main guy is in this show called Top Boy, which I know is very popular. I don't watch Top Boy, but um, he is plays the character Kane. Kane. No, he plays the character Sully in Top Boy, and there's a, y- a young boy, and they have a very <clears throat> you know decent bond. They have really good acting, but. Sometimes your talent is limited by the script or a lot of times and the script was just bland and generic. And honestly, I, it, it just felt stale. And I, I'd be willing to give Daniel Kalee another shot because I do think, you know, everybody I, say, I would hope so. <laughs> Damn. But 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 here's the, here's the thing, though. Um, even when you have a first a first time doing something as a director or as a writer, it shouldn't feel that way. You know, that's. That's kind of the mark of somebody. That's not fair, talented. man. That's not fair. No, it, it, it is. It is fair. It's not. And, but, like, but, but, but like I said, everybody, everybody's human. And so what if somebody judges me off my short film that I made? My, and I, I'll, I'll never watch that shit again. Like, I, so as, I as if, as, uh, okay. Go Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no go, ahead, go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying like that, that what you just said is not fair. As if you cannot get better, or as as if you cannot. That's why I said I'm going to give like, him another chance. Strive, yeah. I know, I, nigga. We're, we're agreeing. I'm just highlighting oh, okay. on what you said. Okay. This nigga, okay. money. <laughs> you are you anyway. are cranky. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hot. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this nigga's like, I don't want you to highlight anything. Shut the fuck up. Uh, but my view. It just felt super stale, and the allegory mm-hmm. for gentrification was very generic, and I gave it a C minus. So, unfortunately, um, love that. So, Daniel Kaluuya, <laughs> get your ass in front of the camera, monkey! <laughs> wow, um, wow, that, that was crazy. That was <laughs> okay, crazy. I'm, I'm actually very cranky. Uh, that review <laughs> is for Orish. <laughs> or- 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 oh god! In front of the camera, monkey. Um, next review is for Origin. This is a new movie uh, produced by Neon Studios. Um, and, and first of all, I, I just want to give Neon Studios a little bit of a shout out. They're like A24. They've been striving to fight this independent movie battle. And they put out some really good films. Like, you know, if you've ever seen Parasite, which is the Korean film, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's amazing. You, you saw Parasite, right? Mm-mm, but I've heard great things about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, Parasite is fucking amazing. Yeah, they've put out Triangle Sadness, a lot of other movies as well. So just shout out Neon Studios. This movie is written and directed by Ava DuVernay. So you guys may know Ava DuVernay, of course, from movies like Wrinkle in Time or the When They See Us special on Netflix and all that kind of stuff, Selma. Um, and so, yeah, it, it stars um, Anjanae Ellis, who you, you guys might recognize from Lovecraft Country or King Richard. She plays Richard's wife, Will Smith's wife in the movie. She's really a great actress. And I'm so happy like she got a chance to get like her starring role in this of this magnitude. We got John, John Bernthal plays her husband. Uh, we got Nisi oh, Nash. I actually yeah. saw the uh, promo for this yesterday on Instagram. John oh, Berthold's really? my guy, so anything he's in, I try to support. So I, I'm, I've actually, I, I'll, I'll watch this, even though you haven't literally said anything about it. But okay, okay, <laughs> just, okay. Um, but yeah, so one thing I'll say about Avery Duvernay is that she always goes for it. All of her projects have big ideas, like whether it be Wrinkle in Time, When They See Us, Selma. Like she, she always tackles really big things. And this movie tackles one of the biggest things of all, which is racism and its origin. That's why the movie's called Origin. Um, and it has some really big britches to fill. And it, basically, the, the movie's just exploring the complexities of what racism is, where it started, and how there's an interconnected between racism in all different parts of the world like not only is it with american slavery it's with the jews and the holocaust and the germans and all that kind of stuff it's with the indians and the caste system and it's just really interesting how they explore that uh, i think the movie tries to attempts to educate the audience just as much as it tries to entertain you and at times that does venture into it being like okay it's kind of being preachy a little bit but i think after thinking about it a little bit more that's kind of the point like i think every day is like yeah i don't care if i'm preaching to you like i want you guys to understand that this is kind of 
it's like supposed to be informative, I guess, at points. Um, and so, yeah, I, this is the second film I've seen in the last month or 30 day span in which it's about like a, a author. The first one being American fiction about a black author who's trying to change the outlook on the world through their, through their literature and through their work. I think they're both really, really good. So I'm happy to report that. Um, I think this will be a tough watch for some people. I don't think for black people, honestly, or other people of, who have been subjugated, but I think for maybe white people, it might be an uncomfortable film, but I think that's good. Um, Cause uncomfortable being uncomfortable kind of leads to growth. Uh, and so it does feel a little elementary at times, but I think that's only elementary to people who've actually been subjugated to that, those kind of, you know, things, but people who may not understand what they're doing or what their culture has done to the people, I think it, it won't feel as elementary. It'll feel like, oh, this is, this is monumental. But uh, overall, I gave uh, Origin a B plus. I think it's a really, really good film. And when I think I think it will be probably taught in some classes as time goes forward, because it really breaks down racism in a way I didn't, I never really thought of before, which is very interesting. Uh, so, awesome. yeah, that's my review. Uh, so please give me your Beekeeper <clears throat> review. Yeah, man, Beekeeper. Um, it's interesting. This this film was uh, shown in IMAX for whatever reason. I was not anticipating going to see this movie in IMAX, but when it was offered, I was like, okay, sure. I love IMAX. I mean, I love me and IMAX, so why not? Um, so is, is, is Regal like AMC where if you watch it in IMAX, it's still, it's still no, no charge? No. they So Regal, they, they upcharge you. Um, oh, okay. Boo. But I didn't go to Regal, so I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, like the past month, I've basically just been going to Cinemark down the street anyway um they also have i'm uh, cinemark is basically regal but it's not so <clears throat> yeah they, they have an imax theater where they showed this film i was really surprised that they were showing this this out of all things in imax I and mean, i guess there's just nothing out um which is fine but uh man i was shocked 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 at this fucking movie bro um now look I, I I don't want anyone to think that this is something that you haven't seen before in the action genre because it's Jason Statham being Jason Statham. He's still the cold, calculated killer, but it's it's done so well to the point where you can see the the John Wick inspiration. You can see the the Born series inspiration, and like I had so much fun with this. Like I lo- I I actually loved this. Th- this is actually really good in terms of pacing, in terms of action, like. Say say what you want about Jason fucking Statham, but this nigga knows who he is and he knows how to be good at what he fucking does on screen. And he's like so believable. And I think if you're looking for that thrill ride and you know that it's an action movie going in, I think you're really going to enjoy this, man. Like this, this had some of the best action I've seen since John Wick chapter four. Um, wow. Now, that was only last year, but that's that's saying something because John Wick chapter four's action is always like that's that's what it's known for. So the fact that I'm even that I'm even able to mention this in the same breath should be telling. Um, I think, Monty, you in particular would actually really enjoy this. Like, I'm guessing you wrote it off because it's Jason Statham just being Jason Statham. But man, like I, well, I just feel like I've seen the movie before, but based on the trailer. But I'm, actually, every every review I've seen about it, they say the same thing. You say like it's nothing new, but it's a yeah. super fun time. It, it bro, bro, like <laughs> I, 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 I mean. Nowadays, I tend to go to theater with low expectations just because I'm often disappointed. That's just how I am. Unfortunately, I guess I guess I'm just hard to please. Uh, but man, like I ask his I, wife. Yeah. Uh, oh, anyway, um, man, like I, I had so much fun with this. Um, there, there, there is a scene I do want to touch on uh, between and I, I guess this is this is basically what they captured in the trailer. Like the the essence of the movie is that this old lady gets scammed. Um, her beekeeper is kind of, he, he's not really a caretaker or he, he, he's more of like a, uh, gardener of her land, but they had developed a relationship over the years. So once she gets scammed for everything she has millions of dollars, she kills herself and then <laughs> the movie goes, but like it, it, it sounds, it, 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 it sounds comedic, but it's really not because there's like, like the way they did the scene was just so good because, it's so easy for older people, especially and I would think you would have more sympathy because you struggle with technology yourself. I mean, but like, you know, <laughs> but no, seriously, seriously, guys, seriously, it is like so easy for old people to just fall victim to, to scammers, man. Like they just, they just don't know. Like they're, they're dumb. Like it, it's, it, it sounds harsh to say, but they're just so dumb. So like, it's, it's so easy 
for for them to get on the phone with somebody and then somebody to just get all their information just like that and then everything they have is gone um and yeah man like i i i like really enjoyed the way that that they delivered the scene because it was like super real um and then like i said jason statham's just awesome in like every action scene there, there was like some really creative kills here which i was just like wow okay like and the uh i think his name is david ayer who directed suicide squad or is yep. it yeah suicide squad and you didn't do justice league too no he did fury uh he did suicide squad he did the uh bright movie with will smith on netflix okay yeah but yeah like uh man like the the direction and pacing of those movies is really good like i was just like wow um i could see this being a series like or or a franchise now with jason statham at the helm which is crazy uh, bro like <laughs> i feel like i feel like maybe they just chose like a bad title but then again how can you say that because every great 80s or i mean you know 80s or 90s action film is the terminator commando the eraser like you know what i'm saying like that's that's just how it is and this this kind of fit into that which i love because i'm such a huge fan of those films so i love this man i i i give this movie an a um there was literally there was nothing bad about this movie uh i i I recommend that you go see this and i i I think everyone should go see this movie like people 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 should be talking about this as like the next big action thing that's my opinion uh, I would have never thought you'd give that an A. Um, so I, I got a few questions for you. <laughs> Me fucking how either. Was, how was Josh Hutcherson in the film? He was great, man. He was great. And, and I, I didn't want to talk much about him because I, I didn't want to set any expectations for him. Because, you know, for a lot of people, he, Peter, Peter. But, bro, like, he was he, he was like a different style villain. Um, but I, I, I thought he was used really well. He was used really well. And, and last thing, I heard it, there was a lot of B puns in the movie. Is, is that true? Like a lot of there crazy is, B puns. Like, but like, like that's, that's part of the fun. That's part of the lore. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Which Not is lore. ridiculous when, when I just say it out loud, but <laughs> it is. It's, it's part of the lore. I mean, I, <laughs> all right, cool. Like this, 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 this fucking film has lore. <laughs> like what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's just how it is, man. Cool. Um, last movie review, guys, is for Miller's Girl. This is the movie starring Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman. Um, so basically I, I do think it's important for people who, who aren't really familiar, like, Oh, I, I want to see Jenna Ortega. I want, I want to support Martin Freeman. Like understand a plot before you go in here, just because, I mean, this, you know, it's pretty straightforward. There's a high school teacher who has an affair with a high school student. And so if that makes you queasy or whatever, just know that it, it goes there. And, you know, these kind of movies are not new. They've been coming out for a long time now. They come out periodically. Um, and, I was kind of surprised at the eroticaness of it. Of it, I, I'd almost put it in like the erotica genre at times. Not from mm. like anything that was just so visually like, oh my god, I, I can't like, watch that. But like, it just had a lot of innuendo implications, and just they kind of went there on some scenes, which I appreciated. I guess because if you're gonna go for it, you might as well go for it. But the, the one thing I do like about the film a lot is that um, I don't think that the the filmmakers' point of making the movie was to make a like was like to like glamorize this type of thing. Uh, sure. I think it was. I think it was more so. Uh, um, well, I, I'll get to that later. It was weird, basically seeing the chemistry between Martin Freeman's old ass and Janet Ortega blossom throughout the film. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was the point. I think that was definitely the point. Um, and I did feel some kind of solace in knowing that these were actual adults that were playing these kids, like Janet Ortega and her friend or whatever. So same thing with like Euphoria. Like people, are like how can you watch Euphoria? It's about kids fucking. Well. As I find solace in knowing that these are actual adults playing these kids. And so I don't have a problem with that because kids they actually do fuck. I mean, it, it does need to be seen or it does. I mean, that, that is their experience. It, 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 shut up. That is <laughs> their experience in high school. And so, yeah, that, 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 got, that got weird quick. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the point of the movie, in my opinion, is not to glamorize that kind of thing. It's more so to... I think just display the battle, the age old battle between men and women and how they use their power. You know, Mm -hmm. men use their power through their positions of power uh, to, you know, and they can seek weak women and they can use that, you know, their power to kind of like subjugate them to their, you know, their power, whatever. And then women use their power of sexuality to get what they want from a man, from man. That's an age old thing that's been going on. And so I think when the movie is exploring that, that's when it gets really interesting in my opinion. Um, um, and so yeah, overall, I gave the movie, a, I gave it a B minus. I think it was a good watch. Ending was a little anticlimactic, but I 
do think I do think it wasn't just here to be like some kind of oh look at Jenna Ortega being sexy. I think there was actually you know some kind of stuff that was you know there behind the camera. So yeah, I, I recommend it. It was very entertaining. It, I'll say that for sure. Um, and it's kind of awesome. interesting to see who wins the battle between the men's position of power or the women's sexuality. So yeah. Um, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, creator Duncan Rulo, who would love to make an adult animated Ben 10 series. Uh, his quote was, it would be great to have a high stakes show with more mature themes. Not so interested in gore or sexual content, but dealing with emotional, social and political elements. So that sounds like right, 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 right up your alley. You don't like when things just are just sexual and, and gory for no reason. So number one, <laughs> did you watch did you watch Ben 10? And number two, would you be here for a Ben 10 more mature <clears throat> revival? Yeah, I, I watched Ben 10 to an extent. Uh, it was never one of my favorite shows, but it was cool. It was one of those shows that you would have on in the background, I guess. Um, but once they went through like five different iterations of it, I, I just like lost track completely. Uh, so no, I don't care about this. Um, sorry. Yeah, I think like you, I think I watched Ben 10 as well. I, I was a fan of it, but I was never like an Uber fan. Like I liked it. I just put it on. You know, it was always entertaining as a boy to watch. Just, um, and yeah, they did have a lot of iterations of it. I kind of fell off when... They changed the animation style. I remember that kind of bothered me a little bit. Mm -hmm. But honestly, if they brought it back, I think the idea is just so cool. I might give it a chance just because I think that Omnitrix idea is just a really kind of like a kind of like a magic in a bottle. So I, 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 I wouldn't mind seeing a more mature version. Um, a new Fairly Odd Parent series is reportedly in the works at Netflix. Oh uh, the series would follow Wanda and Cosmo coming out of retirement to grant wishes for Hazel, a ten-year-old girl who has moved to Demadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Doug that nigga took off Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could have sworn they already had like this with like a new girl on the show, and Cosmo wanted to have like a baby, and they were guarding to like a new girl instead of Timmy. I guess they're gonna do that again. I don't know. What, what are your mm -hmm. thoughts? Yeah, you know what's crazy? I completely forgot about that. You're absolutely right. They literally did do that. Um, but yeah, this is—I I mean, this just falls into that category, like that—that that folder in my mind of like it's okay for things to die and you know, like, let's do something new and original. Um, that was like my knee jerk reaction. When I heard this, I'm just like, you, there's no way that these niggas going to pull Cosmo and Wanda out of bro. Like, stop, like, stop, bro. How many times these things we pulled out of retirement? First, they were Crocker's fairies. Then they were Timmy's fairies. And now, or, and, and then that, they were whoever this little girl's fairies are. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Is that so, in the rules? I guess uh, so. <laughs> uh, well, and, and like I remember, it was like a live action fairly opera show. That shit must have bombed. I didn't hear nothing from it after it came out. I thought that was a movie. Live action? No, it was like a live action show that came on like Paramount Plus or something like that, or mm. maybe a streaming service. Anyway, ah. um, a new suit series will also um, be set. Um, it will be set in the entertainment law firm in L.A. The mm -hmm. main character will be a young female Harvard law alum who aspires to be made head of entertainment. As a mm. guy who watched or a fan of who watched Suits, would you be here for this? Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's in the Suits universe, which is just hilarious. <laughs> There's a fucking Suits universe. SCU? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, sure, let's do it. Um, as long as it comes with cameos. John Boyega will star as Young Eli in a Book of Eli prequel series. It reportedly is reportedly set 30 years before the film is in its immediate aftermath of the nuclear event. So number one, did you watch Denzel's Book of Eli? And number two, are you here for this? Didn't watch it. Um, so am I here for this? I guess. Just because I like John Boyega. Um, now I have to go back and watch the Book of Eli. But um, I think Avi likes that movie. So maybe we'll watch it together. I don't know. What do you think about this, Monty? I'm just curious. Like, Why didn't you watch it? Because I know Denzel's somebody that we both like. You just it, Was the trailer just didn't do it for you or you just never got around to it? I can't remember. Literally, I don't know. I mean, that sure. Let's go with the trailer. Looked ass. I don't know. I don't. It's remember. got a great twist. It's got a really great twist at the ending. So um, okay. Yeah, well, I, now I'll be expecting a twist at the end. Thanks. Fuck. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> th so this is weird, only because they they keep wanting to take Denzel characters and make these prequels because uh, Denzel's mm -hmm. just so old now. So they want to do the the Equalizer. They want to do Book of Eli. Like nigga, just it's okay. And Training day. I just want. Oh yeah, training day. <laughs> um, I just want John Boyega to do bigger and better things in this. I think he's so talented, and I hope it's like a, like a limited series. I'll definitely be here for that. But if it's like seasons and seasons, like nigga, get, no, get, no, nigga, like get your ass doing something bigger and better than that. Like you're bigger, you're better than this. Um, mm. but yeah, sure, I, I'll watch it. I guess. Um, Squid Game season two will release this year. Um, so 
as big as Squid Game is, you ever plan on going back and watching season one or you don't really care? I don't care. I'm not sure why, but I just, this just is not on my radar and I do not care. Okay. That's fair. Uh, a Mr. Beast show has been greenlit at Prime Video. The deal is worth $100 million, and the first episode will premiere at, on Mr. Beast's YouTube channel before airing on Prime Video platform. This For those is who don't know, Mr. Beast is like the biggest YouTuber out. He's, he made like he, he had like hundreds of millions of subscribers just last year alone on YouTube. He does crazy things on the internet. Check him out. He's very entertaining, but uh, $100 million is almost kind of like low for him. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what are your thoughts I on think- this? I think the the bigger thing was that the first episode is going to debut on his fucking YouTube channel. So yeah, okay, they're going to pay him a hundred mil for that. But like, how much money is he going to get for all the views he's about to watch for the from the YouTube? That's first of all, is Mr. Beast going to take over the fucking world? Like, right, like right. what's wrong with this nigga? Like, this nigga can do anything, and I'm not sure that's a good thing, honestly. But um, have you watched Have you watched some of his videos? They're really interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I is I uh he. I didn't know who he was until like right before I moved uh, to Vegas. Like he debuted on um, one of the live streams that they do out here for poker in L.A. They, they play like really big games like Ninja was in it. Mr. Beast was in it. There was like a whole bunch of big content creators in it um, buying in for like hundred thousand dollars. Like that's, 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 that's nothing for these guys. But, yeah. um, you know, then I found out who he was and I started catching his YouTube videos. He's nuts. But, yeah, he's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of ninjas, he's still re- relevant. Like I remember, he's like be like the king of Twitch, um, mm-hmm. and now all I hear about is like Kai Sanad and all the other streamers. But I mean, they, they don't really play games like Ninja did. But is he still relevant? I don't hear about his name anymore. Yeah, I would say he's still very relevant. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's still the god of Fortnite. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's true anymore, but he still plays mostly Fortnite, and he he has his his built in audience. So, I mean, if he falls off mainstream wise, I'm not sure it even matters. Okay. Um, a Bob the Builder animated movie is in the work starring Anthony Ramos <laughs> by Mattel. So for, for those Robert Daw. <laughs> Sorry. I, I can't even get to the damn paragraph without you being racist. Phil, the film follows a, a Roberto, a.k.a. Robert Bob, Dahl. who travels to Puerto Rico. But I don't want to be Bob the Builder. Uh, who travels to Puerto Rico for a major construction job mm-hmm. and digs deeper into what it means to build. These mm. folks in turn, Bob the Builder, Puerto Rican. This is crazy. <laughs> um, I saw a tweet that was like, "Watch all these white, watch all these white people act like they fake mad about this shit." Like, yeah, fake mad. <laughs> seriously. What are your thoughts on this, though? Um, I don't really have thoughts aside from the pure comedy of it all. Did, I, I was too old. For, no, it was fucking twenty one when Bob the Builder came out. I don't know. I, I, I watched it as a kid. That's, that's impossible. All right. Okay. Well, no, I didn't watch Bob the fucking Builder. No, I thought Sorry. I was a kid. Right. Um, <laughs> You're, you're Bob nuts. the Builder, yes we can. Um, but yeah, t- turning Bob the Builder. Don't even know the song. Crazy. What? That's not how it goes. Bob the Builder, can we fix it? Bob the Builder, yes we can. Come okay, yeah, that's, that's just that's just part of the fucking song. I chose that part anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, these turn Bob the Builder Puerto Rican. It's produced by J Lo, so that kind of makes sense. That kind of tracks now why he's Puerto Rican. Um, <laughs> it, it, what? It, it's produced by J Lo. It is. <laughs> But is, is this racist? Though? Is this racist? Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, you gonna make a, a construction worker? Nigga, uh, I don't know. But hey, who but knows? It's produced. It's produced by a, a fellow Rican. Maybe it's so good. It's all good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Pharrell Williams will release a movie about his life that will be presented in Lego Animation in theaters October 11th. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Not going to see this bullshit. Don't give a fuck about Pharrell. Don't give a fuck about Legos. No, not going to see it. First of all, have you ever seen the Lego Batman movie? No. I think you would actually love it. Because it's like, every every DC fan says it's like, this is actually like one of the best Batman stories, live action or animation that's like out there. And they do a really good job of treating the lore with respect, actually. It's actually pretty funny. I recommend, if you ever just want to like watch like a silly, stupid movie one day, put on the uh, Lego Batman movie. It's actually really good. And it's like a treat for DC fans. Um, with all like the, the cameos and callbacks and stuff like that. But anyway... Um, yeah, so when I first heard this news about Pharrell getting a Lego movie, I was like, what the fuck? This shit sounds crazy. But after thinking about it, it could be kind of cool just because Pharrell is just so ingrained in the hip-hop culture and he's been a part of so many legends' life. Like, what if it shows, like, his life and we get to see, like, Kanye when he first met Kanye West and how Kanye got big and we get to see Jay-Z and Destiny's Child. Like, that would be really cool if they could, like, integrate, like, just hip-hop culture within this movie, like this little, like, Lego movie. I think that would be really fun. So mm-hmm. I might be here for this. Enjoy. Um, and as we already know, Pharrell's probably going to have some stupid ass song to go along with this shit. I was so mad when he dropped <laughs> Happy for Despicable Me. Like, that song literally, like, to this day, 
does so much the opposite of what, what that title says. So um, anyway, All right. <laughs> The Accountant 2 will begin filming this year. So this is the movie starring Ben Affleck. A lot of action fans swear by this movie. I have not seen The Accountant 1, believe it or not. I do you have it. it before. Mm. I do plan to watch it because I actually love Ben Affleck. So I don't know why I haven't seen it. And I love John Bernthal. Oh, John Bernthal. I know he was in it. So yeah, I'll, I'll be definitely watching The Accountant 1 because people say it's like a modern classic. So um, do you agree with that sentiment? Or are you excited for it? Hell yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's another one of those things where it, it kind of like a beekeeper. Like you go into it just like, okay, dumb movie. Literally, the beekeeper, the accountant is stupid. But anyway, um, yeah, Ben Ben Affleck is great, and it's some really good stuff in there. I you you would like it, yeah. Is it true he's autistic in that movie? Yes. Okay, interesting. Or um, he's on the spectrum. I don't know if autistic is the right word. Maybe it is. I, I don't. I don't remember exactly. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> oh, fun. I'm kidding. Um, David Vaughn. <sighs> oh, oh my David, god David Vaughn <laughs> says that Kick-Ass 3 is coming and How? It, it, the script is halfway complete uh, the quote is it's very very it's a very meta very very meta universe it's just a whole new way of looking and doing Kick-Ass which shouldn't be more Kick-Ass so um, <laughs> did you watch I feel like every superhero fan would love the the first Kick-Ass movie part 2 is well I didn't I didn't watch you didn't watch I King watched it. I've seen it. I've seen it. You didn't like it? I've seen one? it twice. No, I didn't like it. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Get this Bro, j- get this a, shit the fuck out of here. That's such a cool superhero movie. To you? Why? Because it's just too raunchy for you or something? Uh, that was part of it. Did you enjoy Seth Rogen's The Green Hornet? I have not seen that. Because it's a similar kind of feel, I think, but in those that's a really good movie as well. So okay, that's interesting though. But yeah, man, as a fan of Kick Ass One and Two, let's do it. Um, that was the first time we, yeah, we saw Evan and Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah, young baby Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, a new Jurassic World movie is in the works and will release in 2025. Uh, this is crazy. Um, but yeah, this is crazy. The guy who wrote the first Jurassic Park film will return. Um, so maybe they're trying to get that old magic back. But um, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I talk shit about Jurassic World, and and don't, don't get me wrong, they're not that great. The first one I actually really like, but um. Let's do it, man. I because I, I always have fun watching these movies, like, even though I forget them like the next week. <laughs> I always have a lot of fun with like the, the dress, just seeing dinosaurs do sh- dinosaur shit is fun. So, fuck it, let's do it. What do you yeah, think? I'll be there opening night. Uh, but I literally, <laughs> I, I literally have the same exact sentiments. Like, do I like actively care about this? No. Um, but as soon as it drops, like it's going to be the biggest movie of the year, make a billion dollars. I'll be there too. Why do the these fuck? movies always pick a fucking billion? I don't dollars? fucking it's know, like, man. It's, it's like it's dinosaurs. It's fun. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just we so fucking crazy, love dinosaurs it's, I don't it's know. like a guaranteed billy like yeah i don't know every time they drive it's crazy um anyway <laughs> uh netflix is scrapping a movie called the mothership it was a sci-fi thriller starring hallie ba- Halle berry um which had been completed filming but the studio now plans to never release the film um mm. if netflix is scrapping your shit it must be ass now, yeah, Netflix has put out some crazy shit over the past couple of years. So uh, mm. this is, and you got Halle Berry as a big star. I, I, like, it's crazy. Like, like, like studios can just do this shit. Like we tell, we seen it with Batgirl. Like, they can, you can put all this hard work into a movie, and just they'd be like, no, we're not ever putting it out. It will never see the like the, the, the ever like the, the light of day. So that's kind of crazy. I mean, I, I think ultimately though, it's probably a good thing. It's like you said. Like, how bad did this have to be for like the niggas that? Pay for it and expected some return. We're like, this shit is ass. Like, you, no, don't do this. This is gonna tarnish our image. So, all yeah, the man. Kevin Hart and Adam Sandler movies that come out five yeah. times a year, but, but but this couldn't do it. Yeah, that's and that is even more telling. That is even You're more. You're a telling. Kevin Hart fan too, because because you didn't watch his little flight movie or whatever. That's just Lift. Right now. I, I'm gonna watch it. It's on it's on streaming. That's the perk of streaming. I can do it literally whenever I want. Been busy. That's true. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, 21 Savage confirms that the American Dream trailer that we saw with Childish Gambino and Caleb McLaughlin is actually fake. No film is coming out. Even though I shitted on this trailer, I, I, told I, I really want to see it just because I was. You told me what? I told you that this this I told you that I was like, bro, this is just a gag. Like, there's no way that like this is like any of this is real. Like, I literally said that. Okay, well, and I'm glad he fucking confirmed it because what the fuck was that dumb shit supposed to be? Yeah, but I mean, I, I would have loved to see it just to see how stupid it was. Uh, but yeah. 
Um, let's talk some trailers here. So the Avatar, the last Airbender trailer is here, the full trailer with dialogue and everything. It is premiering February 22nd on Netflix. I chose not to watch the trailer, guys, just because I I hate when trailers give away so much these days. So I've been seeing a lot of positive response, but you, you tell me, what are your thoughts on this trailer? Man, um, my initial thought was I do not know why um, the original co-creators, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Canesco, left this show because after seeing the trailer, this looked absolutely fantastic. This this looks like everything that I want in an Avatar The Last Airbender show. I want to caution everyone, though. We have been here fucking before. We have seen the lights and sparkles, and we've seen what appears to look like cool bending moves and characters. Like, oh, he looks really close to what I thought. Like, we've seen it before, and then we saw the final product, and it was ass. So... There has to be something like, like I, honestly, like I, I actually really loved this trailer. Like it looked fantastic, man. Like I, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, but I cannot help but think in the back of my mind that the niggas who made this show were like, we don't want anything to do with this anymore. So I'm kind of just waiting for the other foot, uh, the, the other shoe to drop. Honestly, like, yeah, like this, this, this is a fantastic trailer. Uh, I, I feel like it did numbers for Netflix, which is great. And I feel like people are going to watch this as soon as it comes out, me included. But I am not expecting this to be good. Uh, I'm, I'm just not. Uh, and, you know, if I'm wrong, great. I mean, all we got to do is follow the fucking story. Uh, but, I am I mean, you know, they left for a reason. And I'm assuming it's because they're not doing that. So we'll see. We shall see. If I recall, I remember one of the things as to why the creators left was because they were trying to do, like, forced, um, re like, representation and make some of the characters gay who weren't gay or something like that. And. I believe that was one of the things. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't remember that, but okay. If that's the reason, cool. Yeah. Maybe it's not story related, so maybe the show could be good. But honestly, I, I know we shit on Percy Jackson every every episode, but uh oh my god, I just watched episode seven today and um yeah, oh it's, my god. it's getting worse. But the trailer for that didn't look good either. So well to me it did. So I remember I, I remember you saying it didn't look good. But I, <laughs> I was gonna say, are you sure are you sure? <laughs> okay. Anyway, we have the trailer for Despicable Me 4, out July 3rd. Kids will be running to the theater. What are your thoughts? I don't care about this, unfortunately. Um, this came out when I was already a man. So, like, <laughs> I don't I, I don't care about little baby Jack-Jack or whatever the fuck that nigga's name is. I don't care that he has a wife now. Um, shout out to Steve Carell. Shout out to all the minions. Like, these things are... It's crazy, like, how popular just the minions are. Uh, but... Yeah, but like me as a grown man, I'm not going to see this or support this. Um, but they don't fucking need me. This is a billion dollar franchise for a reason. So there's four of them. So like, okay, cool. Uh, and like three minions movies. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I watched the first Despicable Me, and I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really cute film. But I never watched another film after that because I just mm. I outgrown it. I think. Um, but yeah, bro, I, like you said, the, the minions will like forever be relevant. Like they just they kids eat that eat that shit up. It could be a whole movie of those niggas not having a single bit of dialogue, which actually came out. It the did. first minions movie. It, I don't think there was any dialogue in that movie besides the niggas going. Blah, blah, blah. No, the, um, the 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 nigga that they fought, uh, he was talking in there. I think. Oh okay. Well, nigga with I, the glasses, the evil it. guy. Oh okay. I didn't watch it, but um, yeah. So kids will just eat that shit up forever. And there's an ass slapping scene in that trailer, which was nuts. I was like, oh my god. Like okay, but anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have the trailer for Suncoast. This movie stars Nico Parker, daughter of real-life Danny Newton, actress, and she plays Sarah on The Last of Us. I thought she did really good in her little one episode, anyway. Um, and Woody Harrelson has been released. It's coming to Hulu February 9th. Um, did you watch this trailer at all? Did you tag me in this? Because you didn't tag me in that fight movie uh, with Dave Patel. So I did. I did. You didn't. I, I can check right now. You didn't, bitch. I can check, too. Okay, check, because you didn't. It's just like you didn't tag me in this. This anyway, nigga Monty will watch something, and then he gets mad when, when I don't see it. Nigga, I don't, I don't know what this is. I've never heard of this. Oh Woody Harrelson, Suncoast, whatever. Nine is up ten. They're about to win. I hate my – oh, my God. I wanted the Lions to win. So Both teams I wanted to win today are lost. Uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, I love I love little slice-of-life coming-of-age movies like this. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be here. I'll check it out. I think N Nico Parker has the potential to be a star in Hollywood. You know, they love their little light-skinned um, queens. So – uh, we'll see. We'll see. 
Um, next trailer is for Abigail. This is a trailer that we actually re- reviewed last time, but you didn't watch it because you just didn't want to, and you're being re- rebellious, and it's your pause. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, you got around to watching this trailer finally. Like I said the internet was ablaze and talking about it. No, the internet's watching us. I'll watch it too. Um, so what are your thoughts on the Abigail Vampire Girl trailer? You're hilarious. So first of all, I saw this fucking trailer because I went to the movies and watched, I don't know, whatever the fuck I Beekeeper? was doing. No, it was before that. Um I don't know. Whatever, whatever I saw. Uh, oh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Book of Clarence. Oh, anyway. Book of Clarence. Okay. Yeah, that bullshit. Um, yeah, yeah. It looked super interesting, though, man. It looked super interesting. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna repeat this though. Do people think vampires are a fucking joke? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I, I just don't like this trend. Like this, this weird trend of like, like campy vampires. Yeah, like I. Uh, but from a, from a. Uh, premise standpoint it like i mean it sounds good on paper and they've got a ton of actors and actresses involved that i'm fans of but i can't help but think that like the thing that's going to annoy me is the little girl vampire running around and doing tiktok dances and like it it felt like very megan inspired almost um and i don't think that's a good thing (laughs) i really don't but what do i know uh i'm probably gonna end up loving this shit i don't know um, but I'll be there opening night. Did you see Great Value John, um, Jonathan Majors in that trailer? <laughs> yeah, some soul black nigga with a distinct features like Jonathan Majors. You love yeah. Jonathan Majors, brother. I don't know. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on, nigga. <laughs> hold on, nigga. Hold on. You got a crush, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You you talk about this nigga one too many times now, God. But seriously, yo, guys, watch this trailer. There's a black dude in the house that's stuck with everybody else. He looks just like oh nigga. man, I agree. Anyway, okay. they had a they had a nigga who looked just like Elon Musk as well in the trailer. I thought, I was like, is that Elon Musk? But it wasn't. Um, but yeah, anyway, is that Elon Musk in this crappy movie about a vampire? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and we got of course um, Angus Clouds um, last movie maybe. Yeah, I, hey, niggas was surprised in the theater. They was like, I thought he died. I thought he died. Just like, oh my god! <laughs> it's fun. it's so funny. How, like the average person has no idea like movies are filmed like years in advance. But um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, like I thought that, I, he just died. Though. Like um, <laughs> we have the new trailer for the new A twenty four film called Tuesdays. Tuesday, super trippy. It's coming to theaters. Uh, it stars Julia Louis Dreyfus, um, mother and her daughter are having a connection. The, the daughter's dying, and they are intervened by some. A parrot, <laughs> parrot, demon creature. It, 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 honestly has, it honestly has like an anime kind of vibe to it, mm-hmm. like vibe, like an anime, like inspiration. I feel like that's like an anime plot, so through and through. But, um, what are your thoughts on this weird trailer? That was my immediate reaction. I was like, this, this, this probably was supposed to be like some anime movie, and oh, then really? <laughs> I mean, they, seriously, and then like whoever got a hold of it was like, no, we're making this live action. We can do this. Let's go. Um, cause it's like you said, like the, the, the plot is like super weird and out there. Uh, but man, like the, the trailer got to me, man. Like it looked hella interesting. Um, I'll be there to watch this for sure. Um, I mean, this is a good trailer. Yeah. I'll take weird original over generic any day of the week. And the pair was talking like, I'm talking like this. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, we have the trailer for Tyler Perry's new film. He's back. Uh, <laughs> it's called Mia Culpa. It's starring Kelly Rowland, her fine ass, and Trevante Rhodes, the guy from Moonlight, mm-hmm. who we haven't, we haven't seen in a long time. Um, it's out February 23rd on Netflix. Um, so, yeah, what are your thoughts? We get, well, okay. I'm not going to say we do get, but we used to get one of these movies on Netflix like every other year. Um, we are, there's these two lovers. One's in, one ends up being psychotic. Of course, they're both black because black people are just psychotic. And um, chaos ensues. Um, literally, like there, there, there was a Michael Ely movie where he was the psycho. Um, there was a... Uh, Nia Long and Omar Epps. On it. That one came out like two yeah. years ago. Fatal yeah, there we go. Something like that. Yeah, that's probably right. Fatal Attraction that sounds exactly right. Um, so here we are. This is what this is. Shout out to Tyler Perry, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to watch this bullshit. I'm not even going to lie to you. If I watch this, it'll be because Avi wants me to turn this bullshit on. Hopefully she won't, she won't do that to me, but this looked ass. Uh, I'm going to watch this for sure, even though this is... Of course you it are. Looks, this is the most Tyler Perry plot I've ever seen. Um, 
it's another movie that was probably filmed in two weeks on his little stupid studio <laughs> or Tyler Perry plantations. Um, mm. Like you never watched the Atlanta episode that they did in season four when they went to Tyler Perry Studios. Mm. Bro, that shit was so funny, bro. I'm like, Tyler's gonna be like, how did you get away? Like, how did you get away with filming this? Because he owns Hollywood. Well, that lot. So anyway, anyway, um, but yeah, I'll be there opening night probably just because <laughs> Kelly Rowland looks so fine in this movie. And Toronto okay. Rose, I think he actually, I think he, I think he's a really talented actor, bro. Like, I mean, he, I thought everything he's been in, he's been good. Even, even if the movies aren't good, like he was really good in that Predators movie. Remember that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I don't know. I think he's kind of a star, and I just, and I, I surprised after the success of like a Moonlight, why he's not in other bigger things. But yeah, hmm. he's on Tyler Perry's radar. Um, Tyler Perry's like, come in, <laughs> Tyler Perry's come in their room. Well, I got a little role for you. Um, <laughs> We have the trailer for Ricky Stanicki, uh, starring Zac Efron and John Cena coming to Prime Video in March. I ain't gonna lie, I kind of broke my heart seeing Zac Efron go back to these movies after watching how amazing he was in Iron Claw. But broke I mean, your heart. A, this is his bread and butter. Um, so whatever. Go ahead. I'm gonna say like I'm. I mean, it seems like these are the movies that he really enjoys to make. Uh, I mean, which is apparently wrong in Monty's eyes. Like you're you're, you're only supposed wrong. to be in instant classics and classicals and theater. Like nigga, leave him alone. <laughs> like like clearly he wanted to do this dumb shit with John Cena, and I'm glad that it's on fucking streaming where it belongs. So I don't have to waste my life going to the theaters to see this. So um, this is probably going to be extremely funny, or it's going to be the worst movie of the year. There's there's not going to be any in between, and I, I'm here for either one. I really am. Like, if this is going to be the first F of the year, let's go, baby. I'm here for it. Yeah, I say that, guys, because if if you've seen Don Claw, you know, like I, that, that Efron is like one of the most talented actors in Hollywood, in my opinion. Now, and I don't know, just to see him do a little streaming stupid movie like this, um, like maybe, maybe I'm I am being a little film snob right there, but I don't care. You are. We have the first trailer for Roadhouse um, has been released. It's coming out March 21st on Prime Video. This is a remake, apparently. I never watched the old Roadhouse. Mm. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor going head to head. What are your thoughts? Whoa, pause. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, never watched the old one. This is a white guy classic. Uh, but um, I know that it exists, and that's all. I don't care about this. I'm not going to watch this. So shout out to everybody that... Love the original Roadhouse and love the original Ghostbusters and Breakfast Club and all that other white guy classic shit that I never watched. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah, I'll, to- I'll totally watch this, man. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal looks like one thing I can say about this man, he gets he's dedicated to all his roles. Like he'll he'll get ripped and, and it's nothing for him to just get ripped out of nowhere and do a little stupid movie like this. Um, and we got Conor McGregor as a villain. I think Conor McGregor like looks amazing in the villain role here. Like he's his, his bigger than life personality is made for this shit, I feel like. So I'm I'm really excited to see his film debut. Or I don't know if it's a film debut or not, but see him get a role of this magnitude because I think he can have a future in Hollywood. Be like the next Statham. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I like this movie. I mean, I like this trailer. Um, we have the trailer for Sydney Sweeney stars in the first trailer for the movie Immaculate coming to theaters March 22nd. Horror vibes here. Uh, what are your thoughts? So I saw this trailer, but I don't remember what this was. You have to remind me. It's it's a movie that we get every year where there's a nun and there's horror shit going. Oh on. God! Okay, stop, 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 stop. Okay, I watched this trailer. I, I immediately went downstairs to Avi and I was like, I am so sick of film not caring about horror and how every year there has to be this this it, it, it it's either one of three things. It's either this this spirit, it's the nun, or it's like some possession shit. And I'm just like, bro, like, can we like uh, horror is so much. Huh? Or all three in one. Yeah, which is, sounds like what this is. But like wh- horror is like so much better than this. Like it is. And it, it's like you said, like every single year we got to sit through these bullshit movies, which I stopped going to a long time ago. And I'm 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 so excited that, that, I, that I just like don't do it anymore. Um, so I guess I'll check your Instagram, but I'm not I don't I'm not doing it. They're They're, they're not getting my money. No. Yeah, I'm on the fence with this one, man. I mean, I I do like Sydney Sweeney. Um, she's been busy lately. Any anyone but you, Spider movie, um, Madam Web or whatever. Now this all in like a four month span is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, she ain't showing nothing in this movie. Like she ain't showing no cleavage like that. So I don't know if I'm gonna watch it for real. So horny. Uh, wow. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, anyway, the last trailer here. I'll say it for last because uh, oh my god, Dev Patel. Um, guy, star of the movie, which I think one of the, one of the best films of all time, uh, Slumdog Millionaire. You, you, you ever seen that movie? Nope. 
One of the best films of all time. Highly, highly recommend. Anyway, stars and directs his first film um, with the first trailer called Monkey Man. It's produced by Jordan Peele, actually. Um, the theater It comes to theaters April 5th. <laughs> this movie was actually bought by Netflix for $30 million, but Jordan Peele watched the film and said, no, this film deserves a theatrical release. And so that's why we're getting it in theaters. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dev Patel, Dev Patel's directorial debut? And are you a fan of Dev Patel? Don't know who he is at all. Um, but I did see the trailer because Jordan Peele actually watched- tweeted it. M. Night Shyamalan's Airbender, he, he plays Zuko. Like I said, don't know who the fuck he is at all. Saw that movie I mean, once, but, and that was enough. No, so he's had, he's had like a lot of critically acclaimed roles. He's like a big actor. Huh? Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Mondi, Mondi, hey, hey, hey. I said that I don't know who that nigga is, okay? I'm glad that you know, but I don't know who he is. Uh, with that being said, oh, here comes Roxy. Babe, he closed my door. With that being said, um, this trailer looked great. This trailer looked great. It looked new. It looked innovative. It looked fresh. Um, I'll be there opening night. I mean, I, what else do you want me to say? Like, this, this is right up my alley. This is just a action, nonstop, pound, go, 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 Rami, Rami John Wick, um, revenge story, which I know you love. So let's do it. Yeah. It's definitely like a Mumbai John Wick. Um, and now, honestly, bro, <laughs> oh my God. after what? 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 <laughs> No, I, I, I didn't mean any any kind of way, but honestly, <laughs> okay. after watching this, this trailer was so fucking good that this is my most anticipated movie of the year now, besides Dune Two. Like this trailer was oh that good. This, this is how you, this is how you do a trailer, bro. This okay. is how you do a trailer, and okay. and I think I think you kind of reduced it a little bit by you said, oh, just like a fun little punchy punchy action movie. Like, no, this looks like I didn't say it's that. got some. De- okay, it looks like it's got some depth <laughs> to it. Like even like just like things I, I care about. Like I don't like like that person really, really probably don't give a fuck about like the shot selection and the cinematography, like. I can feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of care and passion in, in this movie just from the trailer, and I think Dev Patel is a star, and I hope that, I hope that this is, is as amazing as I think it is, or even half as amazing as I think it is. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm totally here for this movie, bro. It looks this looks like the best action movie of the year for me, so I'm really excited for this. Hope you're um, right. Let's talk some MCU news or Marvel news, should I say? Um, Kahori, who first appeared in the Marvel What If series on Netflix um, on Disney Plus. She had her first debut in season two, which just premiered in December, will be making her live action MCU debut reportedly within the next four years. Um, you didn't watch What If season two, so you don't know anything about that. But first of all, nigga, my question is, will the MCU be here in four, be around in four years? I, mean, yeah, I hope so. But it, it's going to take way time. longer for it to die than that. OK, well, if she if, she, if the MCU is around, I would love to see her in live action. Because like I literally said that during my What If season two review, like, I want to see her live action. She's a great debut character. Um, Wilson Bethel will return as Bullseye and Daredevil Born Again. Um, they chose to reveal that he'll only be in three episodes. I don't know why they do stuff like that. Like, just just give it to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't watch Daredevil season three. I do plan on going back and watching since it's all canon now. Um, so um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Wilson Bethel? And did you like his portrayal as Bullseye? So here's the thing about that. Um, season three was really, really good. He was one of the highlights of season three, but I don't know if I need him back. That's just my personal opinion. Um, especially the actor, like I, he was fine. You know what I mean? Like he was, he was cool, but um, he didn't like draw me in. Like there were to me, there, there, there were other characters in season three that I would love to have have back. I mean, obviously, some of them may or may not be with us anymore. But anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I guess. This is cool, but I don't really care if I'm being real. Like I, whatever. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised. I thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like I, I I'll, I'll always vouch for the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. I think I think that movie is actually really really good. I know people like to shit on it or whatever, but uh, I love that movie. I okay. love that film, and I think that Colin Farrell's Bullseye is so underrated in that movie. I love his Bullseye. What? Like, <laughs> the he's, fuck? he's he's just leaning into the. the the craziness of that role. It's just, it's okay. I don't know. I, I love Ben Affleck's Daredevil movie. So yeah. Um, <laughs> that is pure nostalgia guys. That's pure. nostalgia. That more, movie is not it, good. Have you seen it more than one time? Um, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen it more than one time. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the, the suit I, badass, the, the, the leather. It's not the scene with Electra in the rain when he can't see her, but because it's rainy, he can see, he can see the mm-hmm. outline of her face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Michael, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Wilson Clark Duncan. Like, yep. Yep. It's just, Amazing. it's got a lot of good shit to it. I, I really enjoy that movie. But, um, uh-huh. so. Okay. What were you saying though? 
No, I, I I love that movie too, but it's not good. That's <laughs> just my opinion. Like I, I it has it has a special place in my heart because I saw it when I was young, but it is not a good movie. Not in my opinion. Well, most people agree with you, so I could be wrong. Um, Ryan Gosling has reportedly had talks with Marvel about playing Nova in the MCU. Uh, you don't think you know who Nova is, so that probably doesn't mean anything to you. But how about just the idea of Ryan Gosling being in the MCU? Nigga said, I don't know who Nova is. You're funny. Um, you? Yeah, sure. Let's let's bring in Nova in the Nova Corps. Um, okay, he tried to show. Off. He, he tried to show off. You know. <laughs> Let's bring off Nova Obsidian Six. <laughs> <to try me. laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, really just try me. I, I know you don't I know it. It's like, fuck out of here. Nigga. How, how would you know who, if you don't read comics? How would you know who Nova is? Or like from like a game, I assume. Uh, he was on some animated series, maybe. Okay, so I, yeah, I, I, really know. I've seen the character. I've seen the character before, sure. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, do I give a fuck that you Ryan Gosling is set? joining? You're fine. Do I, do I give a fuck if Nova is joining the MCU? No, I don't care. Or Ryan Gosling, I don't care. Sorry. We have enough stars. I don't need any more. Let's actually do something good for once. Ooh, Star Wars route. Um, John David Washington is reportedly being considered for the role of King the Conqueror in the MCU. Of course, there's no confirmation. We heard the same thing about um, Coleman Domingo. Domingo as well. So um, out of those two, who would you prefer? And how do you feel about John David Washington potentially being King? Um, who would I prefer? Neither one. I, I, I would want somebody... No disrespect to Colbert Domingo, but he's a little old. Um, and John, John David Washington, I don't know. Uh, actually, yeah, give it to him. I mean, I know you say that he has no aura or whatever, but that's just because you fucking <laughs> Jonathan Majors so much. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> here we are again, guys, talking about Jonathan Majors. How, how did I know we would get here? Oh, my God. What do you think, Monty? Tell me. Nobody can feel his said, boots, right? <laughs> um, those, those some big boots to fill. Oh, um, my God. You, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I've expressed this before. I like John David Washington a lot. I think he's talented enough. Um, but I don't think he has leading man presence. And if you're going to dare fill the boots of someone like a Jonathan Major, <laughs> you, <laughs> you dare. You dare. You, okay. You dare. <laughs> this thing is nuts. There. You got to have presence. Fill the presence of Jonathan Majors. <laughs> what, nigga? <laughs> You gotta have presence, like you gotta be able to like stand on your own, and like against like the Avengers team. Like oh, Josh okay. Brolin was able to have that presence against the entirety of the Avengers. And so that presence is a really big thing when we're dealing with these bigger than life MCU villains. And so I don't think Dave Washington has it. I think Coleman Domingo is closer to it. I still want majors. Uh, <laughs> we have, <laughs> all right. We have some. I think Will Smith would actually be really good. I said it before though. But anyway, we have um, some Spider Man Four rumors. MCU Spider Man Four. Um, reportedly, Disney and Sony are having a very creative difference battle right now, um, <clears throat> as, they, as they always do with this property, it seems. Disney wants street-level Kingpin, as we already expressed, and they want that Thanos Kingpin um, storyline. And Sony said, no, we want to bring back Toby and Andrew. Um, while I would like to see both, I think Sony's, I think Sony's position is only from a point of, like, guaranteed billion. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really care about the creativeness of it all or mm-hmm. the, what's better for the story. Would that, you know, so I, I'll lean towards the Disney's idea, but I'm sure you want to go through Sony's idea. But even though I love Toby and Andrew guys, but what are your thoughts? So for, for, for Spider-Man four specifically, I don't think it's a good idea to bring them back. Like if we're talking about Tom Holland, Spider-Man four, I I mean, why would we even do that? It it doesn't make any logical sense. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, like, obviously, like, the fanboy in me, like, yeah, like, who gives a fuck about, like, the storyline? And, like, if it makes logical sense, I don't care. Give me Toby and Andrew. But logically, um, I had my time with those guys, and it was great. So I don't think I'll ever see them again. If I do, great. Um, I'll be there open, like, come. But, like, I I don't, I'm not, I'm not expecting it anymore. Like, they told a great story for Tom Holland in No Way Home. And it's his time to be Spider-Man. So I don't I don't need them anymore unless it's in wow. a different universe. Psych, that was a very- nigga, psych, psych. Oh. What the fuck? Psych, nigga. Toby, Andrew on the way. Toby, Andrew on the way. Toby, Andrew on the way. Nigga, I, I, I don't care. I don't care about none of that. None of that story shit. Give them. Give it to me. Give them. I want my. I want it. 
That's what I want. You got to be good, bro. I was just, I was just getting ready to say, <laughs> that, was a, that was a very mature answer for you. <laughs> Fuck out of here. No. Give me, give me. I want what I want. Toby and Andrew. Mm-hmm. This is why our, our duo works. I'm like the real, like the film, you know. Like, you're not. You know, and you're like, you're, you're like, ah, beekeeper. Oh, this is a good, this is a Except good. Then you got like polite society. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, Movies ass. Uh, Christopher Nolan and Warner Brothers will reunite to release Tenet in February's in mm. theaters on February 23rd with IMAX screens. <laughs> I enjoyed Tenet for what it was the first time. It's still, I remember walking out of the theater. People were like, what the fuck was that? Like, I'm confused. And, um, <laughs> it was ambitious, um, but I will not be returning to watch this movie. <laughs> but okay. what, what, are your, what, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think they wanted a real theatrical run because I think this was like yeah. one of the first films that was impacted by COVID. Um, and I think this is their attempt at that. I'm not going to go see this. That's it. Uh, do you ever watch Tenet, the first one? No. The first time? Remember, I told you, the trailer, the trailer. Like, I'm not doing it. They they, they can't okay. fool me. Can't fool me. It stars your boy, John David Washington. <laughs> okay. And, nigga, and, and, nigga, and nigga, Christopher Nolan said, okay, y- y'all keep saying I'm racist. Oh. Here you go. Anyway, um, David Fincher, director of acclaimed movies like Fight Club, Gone Girl, uh, social network killer says he is a, he has an extended deal with Netflix now for another three years and now ends in 2027. These directors are getting these NBA deals. It's so funny now. So yeah, for David Fincher fans, you guys are in luck. Um, Whoever the fuck that is, I just told you um, his filmography. Anyway, the WWE Raw will, will now be streamed exclusively on Netflix starting in January of next year, 2025. Netflix has paid apparently five billion dollars to stream Monday Night Raw. That's insane. Um, and of course, you, you can kind of get into like the Vince, the Vince McMahon news as well. But uh, what are your thoughts on this? No, this this isn't an, this is an insane deal. It, it's weird that this is only a one year deal. They pay five billion dollars for one it's fucking one year? year. This is a one year, twelve month deal. WWE so, is that is that popular still? I, I thought they fell off. If anything, you're wow. hilarious. Um, yeah, no, you're you're actually hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this this is this is insane. This is going to be the first time, and it's you know. Since its inception, that is not going to be on broadcast cable television. But this just kind of goes to show the way that the world is, you know, going towards streaming. And, um, you know, I, I think this is going to be very, very successful. Will it gain any new Netflix subscriptions? I don't know that they need that. But I, I think when they tested the Chris Rock live special, I think that they're on to something, man. Like, I, I really do. Like, I, I said it then, like, whether the special was good or not. It was appointment television, and I think that's what they're trying to gain with Netflix. Um, because obviously, if everybody's watching something at the same time, you're going to talk about it at the same time. You're going to converse over social media, um, and then all of that stuff just brings more eyes to Netflix. So, I think this is a great deal for for both parties involved. I, honestly, I can't. I really still can't believe it. But yeah, I mean this 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 is a great thing. Uh, any thoughts on the fact that Vince McMahon resigned resigned after sexual assault and trafficking allegations? Yeah, man, this is this, this is kind of crazy. Um, it's not really that hard to believe, honestly. But um, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, look, I, I, I honestly I have no fucking idea what's true and what isn't. I mean, we up to this point, we've really we've only heard one side of the story, which is hers and accusations. Um, but she's being very detailed. It's really hard to believe that she's just completely making this stuff up. But we've seen crazier things. So uh, if it's true, he's going down, he's going to hell, whatever. Um, If it isn't, then, you know, that sucks. But he's 80, so he's not going to live that much longer anyway. Um, And the the company itself is in good hands. So, yeah. All righty. This is so funny, this next bit of news. Austin Butler says that he hired a dialect coach (laughs) to help him get rid of his Elvis accent after he filmed the the Elvis movie. Nigga said, um, I can't shake it, man. Can't shake it. I just can't shake it, baby. I'm, I'm Elvis. <laughs> and I saw a tweet. They said, I have to get this nigga exorcism. They got to get this nigga. Right, like for, so it's, for those who don't know, it's been like an ongoing joke. Like Austin Butler, who played Elvis in two years ago in the Elvis movie, he literally cannot shake his Elvis accent. Like He goes on like red carpet interviews. He's still talking like Elvis. And like This is like unheard of for an actor to be this deep into your method acting. That you just can't escape. And it's the funniest shit ever. Because I'm still convinced this nigga's totally putting on the show. But <laughs> if he's actually if he's actually not, um, this is uh nuts. And uh 
yeah, I, I, I would love to be in the room during this during this training. Like, okay, Austin, breathe. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not Elvis anymore. But, but baby, I, I, I can't shake it, baby. I, I feel like I am. Okay, okay. Monty with the Elvis. I got it. Anyway, I have no idea if that's actually what he sounded like, but I'm sure it is. Jesse Eisenberg um, and Kelly Riley Keough um, spent two hours transforming into Sasquatches and spent several days at Sasquatch School on set for their next film. The film contains no dialogue and promises to capture the true depiction of a Sasquatch's daily life. Now, that very, very nuts to me. Um, almost as nuts as the Austin Butler one. But what are your thoughts on just Jesse Eisenberg and a Sasquatch movie, which is like an actual like a nature documentary coming to theaters? That's that's the more nuts part. Yeah. Um, who the fuck do you think you are, Jesse Eisenberg? You can just do shit like this. Um, I'm not going to watch this or support this. I don't want this to make any money. And let's hop to the about it. I actually have to watch this. Because um, like what? Like what? Like, first of all, how how can you possibly say a true depiction of a Sasquatch is a daily life? What? So now are we, are we just confirming that Sasquatch is real? Like, <laughs> I have to like watch. Said, this. We know, <laughs> and it's so funny how they knew not to cast. Like same thing with like Planet of the Apes, they just will not touch casting black people as like any kind of monkey, any kind of ape. They're Good, just so man. scared. They're just Good. scared. Meanwhile, flashback to 2003, Michael Kurt Duncan has bow your heads. Uh, for those who didn't watch the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes movie, um, that's a reference to that movie where they had a lot of niggas as monkeys. Um, now, last bit of news here, guys, is former Disney Channel stylist Catherine Wagner reveals why Disney Channel actors wore those ridiculous, colorful, layered outfits. So if you remember Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, Lizzie McGuire, that's a raven. They always had these super crazy outfits, a dress underneath a skirt three Tulus. And she says that during this time, live action kids, live action shows, kids shows were competing with cartoons and the brightly colored mismatched outfits was a way to get the keep, get kids attention and keep their attention as well. So that's really interesting to me. Like I always wonder why they dress so crazy in those shows, but hmm. just from a, from a visual standpoint, the kids will see, they'd be like, okay, well I might watch this over a cartoon now, which makes a lot of sense actually. So for those who didn't know that that's your tidbit of the day. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if my child self ever decided that, okay, Raven is dressing super cool. I'm going to watch this instead of, I don't know, uh, Curse Cowardly Dog. Not cool, but like just colorful and like captures the kid's eye. Like, oh, orange, pink, blue, like, you know. Mm, Okay. Sure. Let's say I buy that. We always end on just the weirdest note, but guys, that is it um, for today. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. you. Make sure you like the video, like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel and comment down below. What was your favorite topic of the day? Are you guys going to see Beekeeper or are you going to see Death of the Builder? Yeah, there you go. That, whatever. (laughs) Thanks, Monday. Thank you.